Mm, so injuries. All right, I got a question. Uh, how the heck do we get back on track when we've got an injury? How the heck do we get back on track when uh, we're hurt, when we're in pain, when we're in discomfort? And uh, here's what I would say. First of all, there's a low probability that if you got injured, you injured every single part of your body, right? Like, can we agree that that's, that's probably unreasonable? Unless you got in a car crash or you got shot or you got pushed out of a window, and that's pretty morbid and none of that I wish on anyone. But if you tweaked your AC joint, right, or you tore your labrum or you jacked up your MCL or, you know, you got shin splints or, you know, your lats are locked down or, shoot, you separated your shoulder or what have you. I think we can agree that most of these things, while they're not isolated completely, right, they're not uh, by themselves out there. Uh, there are other things around them that are probably also tweaked, that are carrying load, that are injured, that are under stress, under fire, that are tight, that have locked down, that have tried to protect you. However, right, big caveat here, however, just because, you know, you can't use one of your wrists doesn't mean you shouldn't be an absolute savage with your legs. Doesn't mean you shouldn't be an absolute savage with that posterior. Doesn't mean you shouldn't be an absolute savage on the GHD machine. Doesn't mean you shouldn't be a savage somewhere else. Like the, the funny, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, and it's ridiculously funny to me, when people get injured in one area, they lose all motivation, all drive, all, all what they would call discipline to get back in the gym. Consistency goes out the window and stuff goes left, right, and sideways. However, here's the thing. You didn't lose you didn't lose motivation. Motivation wasn't what kept you going in the first place anyways. So when you get injured and like, let's say you break your wrist, right? You fall down some stairs, you're playing basketball, you trip down the stairs, whatever. You break your left wrist. Is it not reasonable that your wrist has very little to do with, uh, with your quads, very little to do with your VMO, very little to do with your shins, very little to do with your hamstrings and your glutes and your low back, right? So, Yes, I, look, I'm I'm not a doctor. I'm, I don't have DR. I don't have any any doctorate uh, in any regard. But I will say that like rolling over and doing nothing because you injured something when you have, you know, even and I can look at at somebody even like let's let's look at David Goggins for a second. And I'm not saying that you have to go down the down the the road on the pain tolerance that he does uh, and push himself there. A lot of people literally won't be able to handle that. But when he couldn't run the man decided to become a savage on the rehab machine in the gym, right? Using his hands. And when he didn't have one of those that access to him, he used an assault bike with his hands only. Couldn't even stand. Sitting on a bar stool, his hands only. Dude, look, at the end of the day, right? It's not an excuse. And if it is something that you're using an excuse, you need to go ahead and label yourself right now as someone that is not as strong as they could be, not a weak person. That doesn't mean that you're weak, not forever at least. But what it does mean is that you have been leaving, you have been leaving stuff on the table and you need to do better. Okay. So you need to get back from injury or you need to get moving from an injury. Well, the fastest way to go ahead and control something in, in, uh, in your control, right? To control something that helps your journey is to control your nutrition. If you're injured and you have to bring down intensity of your workouts, sick. Or you have to modify workouts, sick. Let's not worry about that so much. Let's control our nutrition. 
Then let's listen to our PT and do the rehab exercises and push through discomfort. If you're a level 12 out of 1 to 10 on discomfort, on pain, on what have you, when you're doing rehab exercises, unless the doc says so, you probably need to chill out. If you're on a discomfort level of 3 to 6, everything that I know about uh, physical therapy and everything that I know about chiropractic and everything that I know about prehab, rehab, and bulletproofing, that is okay, right? But just to think that you're going to avoid any discomfort when you have an injury, no, that's trauma, right? That's physical trauma that might bleed over into the mental side. So get the help that you need, but do not just roll over and take it from the man because you broke your wrist, because you herniated a disc, because you tore your labrum, because you don't have mobility in your hips. Like, come on, do not roll over and just take it from the man and be a statistic because you injured one thing. It is different if you break every bone in your body, you're in a massive car accident, you get shot, your insides are rattled, what have you. Okay, that's completely different, but do your exercises religiously, dogmatically, aggressively to the level that they're supposed to be done. Recover the right way and do some digging. Educate yourself. Just because you're going to a PT does not mean that you should not have a thirst for knowledge of understanding of what they are communicating to you, what they are laying out for you, how you can also arm your Arm yourself, excuse me, with um, with every other tool needed to progress faster, right? When you go through intensive rehab cycles after surgery or what have you, and look, I'm not a doctor again, so seek medical advice uh, on the volume and the aggression that you should go with these in these scenarios. But I can tell you this: that going to PT three times a week, right, um, in a in a turn and burn PT clinic with 40 people there at a time and doing just those little exercises, right? Doing machines, doing the, the sheet that they gave you. You're doing the exercises that they gave you to do on your own and you're doing them in front of them, okay? And they're walking by every now and again, okay, yeah, it looks good, it looks bad, it looks good, it looks bad, it looks good. Okay, if that's all you're doing, your progress is going to be slower than molasses. And ain't nobody trying to be as slow as molasses unless you're putting it on some pancakes. But I don't really know who eats molasses on pancakes. Anyways, the um, the fact of the matter is that you're in control of more than you think you are, right? You're in control of also the perspective that you hold around your injury. Yes, it sucks. Yes, it's not fun. Yes, you have to modify. Yes, you have to work around. Yes, you have to do two or three to one mobility to working out. Yes, you have to do more prehab rehab. Yes, you have to bulletproof your knees. You have to do ATG protocol one, two, three. Yes, you have to do knees over toes. Yes, you need to do Poliquin and Peterson step ups. Yes, you need to do tibia work. Yes, you need to do forearm work. Yes, you might have medial epicondylitis, right? Tennis elbow or you might have golfer's elbow. That's normal in the lives that we live because we don't take care of ourselves. We're reactive, not proactive. So start today and be proactive. Find your deficiencies, right? Find the places where you suck, where there's higher probability for injury, and let's work on it, right? A way to avoid injury, I mean, not blunt force injury, uh, but to lower your risk of injury, right, from falling or what have you, is going to be progressive overload, right? Go ahead and, uh, and get stronger, have that bone density stay up. And number two there is going to be your mobility. If you have mobility, especially under load, you're better off when things happen. If you take a tumble, there's a higher probability that you don't injure yourself 
in a massive way. Now, there are exceptions always. And I mean, even professional athletes tear things, rip things, break things. But balance is necessary, right? And you don't need to send it on every workout because that's probably putting you in a place where you're getting closer to injured every time you do that. Some mobility, some bulletproofing. Um, that's the way to go, right? And if you have an existing injury or a nagging injury or an injury that keeps coming back, well, then get to the root cause because there might be a there might be referring pain or referring discomfort somewhere. And just because you think it's your knee or just because you're feeling it in, in your bicep doesn't mean that that's where it started. Be a diagnostician yourself. This is your body. This is your journey. Sure, Dr. Physical Therapies, uh, physical therapy and chiropractors and MDs and orthopedics and uh, a bunch of other people, trainers, athletic trainers. There's a lot of massage therapists, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of people that can help you. Right, A lot of people can help you, but I would urge you to be a diagnostician yourself because you're with your body 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Hope that helps. If it didn't, I don't know what to tell you, uh, but that is my recommendation when you're injured or you've just become injured or you're about to be injured or you're feeling burnt out because you're injured and you got to scale and you got to adjust and adapt. Well, look, I mean, I have to adapt things comparative to Usain Bolt. Right? I have to adapt things comparative to Jacob Eason. Right? I have to adapt things in comparison to Rich Froning and Serena Williams. All of them are way more fit than I am. Just because I have to adapt things to where I'm at doesn't mean that I'm incapable. Right? We're measuring ourselves with different sticks, right? That's not my full-time job. I train. I don't compete. At a high level, that's not where I, I make all my money, right? That's not where I make a living. So keep that in mind, that everyone is adapted from people that are above them. Don't get it twisted. You're going to be fine. But you need to be aware. Diagnose what's going on. Ask questions. And understand that you have the power to change a lot. You're with your body 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Okay, bye.